0: And novelty songs. Spoons, ghosts, and novelty songs. Spooz, ghosts, and novelty songs. Spoons, ghosts,
1: and
2: novelty songs. I can't believe we're finally doing it.
1: Doing what, Kelly? We're
2: finally recording
0: an episode of Scoop yeah. Scoops and Novelty Songs. It's been 18 months since our last recording. Live. Yeah, it's wild. Where the fans, where the fans. Where the fans, where the fans. We love you.
1: Open your mouth, Kelly, because I-, I got something I wanted to say directly into your mouth. <coughs> oh, sorry, I had a little cough. Oh no. I've caught all of those. Oh, oh no, no. <laughs> uh
2: no, I can't believe you're finally doing Team America World Police. I can't believe it. Man, if you want to just jump... I'm not even going to do... Why can't you believe us? jump right into it. Oh, I've just been waiting. We haven't done puppets at all. Oh, wait. No, we did Muppets. Are Muppets yeah. puppets? We did, we've done and multiple Feebles. puppets
1: movies. Yeah, we did Feebles, Feebles doesn't, doesn't count. i blocked Feebles.
2: that out. i repressed that.
1: This week we're reviewing... Oh, wait. No, wait. Wait, wait. Wait, 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 wait. Marty, I'm hold Scott. the phone. Welcome to Spooks, Ghosts, and Novelty Songs.
2: The podcast about dumb shit.
1: Did we... Did we intro the show last week?
2: No, nope. no one knows. No, what they, were they listening know. To.
1: They
0: read the title of it before. No. It just it doesn't just like spontaneously turn on in your phone. No, nope.
2: they don't know. They don't know what they were listening to. They have no idea.
0: Nobody
1: knows. It just fucking happened uh, to them.
2: Marty seems so concerned about this.
1: <laughs> I just can't remember. My brain's breaking right now. Uh, I'm pretty, Who pretty sure gives we did. Just put sure in one didn't. from a different week. If we didn't, I know that's what I'm gonna do. That's what Here's
0: I'm going I'm,
2: <laughs> I'm pretty sure we didn't do that, and I'm hundred yes.
0: percent sure it does not matter. No, I remember saying podcast about somebody said podcast about dumb shit. I remember it was weird because I didn't say it, and normally,
1: oh my mm. god, who fucking Maybe that's cares? Why I got thrown off. Hey, Scott. I'm, of I'm
0: Scott. We didn't I'm Scott. It.
1: I'm the host, Scott. This week we're reviewing. We are reviewing Team America World Police, a 2004 action comedy film directed by Trey Parker, written by Parker, Matt Stone, and Pam Brady, all of whom are known for their work on the long-running animated comedy series South Park. Known for their juvenile humor, politics, and topical stories, Trey Parker and Matt Stone turned their aim at the spy action genre, taking aim at the concept that America polices the world. Oh, and everyone in the film? is portrayed by puppets. Oh, and a little something. (laughs) There's puppets in the movie. This film came about due to two unrelated projects, however. The first was Thunderbirds. Stone and Parker had heard that a Thunderbirds movie was being made and were disappointed that it was being done live action instead of with puppets. The second was... When The Day After Tomorrow was released there was a famous story that the pitch was really short for that movie. The pitch was just global warming attacks humanity basically. And they thought this was so funny they were going to make a extremely specific parody movie called The Day After The Day After Tomorrow and they were going to release it the day after The Day After Tomorrow came out. Uh they scrapped that and went with the Thunderbirds concept instead. This film is aimed also at the big budget like Jerry Bruckheimer movies of like the Team Up team who's going to, like, save the world kind of thing. And though the duo had sworn off doing another movie after having problems making the South Park movie, they carried on making this movie despite many roadblocks, including the difficulties of shooting this with puppets so that it would look realistic and that this movie was constantly facing an NC-17 rating, mostly due to the famous puppet sex scene in this movie. I wrote this down before watching the movie. I don't remember, but my assumption is that most of the jokes in this movie are, isn't it funny that they are puppets? Gentlemen, what did you think of Team America World Police? So you guys are really not gonna introduce yourselves? You're gonna let me say I'm Scott
0: three times like a fucking psychopath? I'm Kelly.
1: I'm I'm Team America World Police. Uh, (laughs) I'm Marty. He's
0: being he's it's getting to the point where like he needs his nap, he's getting fussy,
1: (laughs) he's starting to be difficult. (laughs) Grumpy Marty. I'm not grumpy. You're fucking grumpy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Good defense. Solid defense. Hey, Team America, man, out of all the movies we've done, this is the one I watched the most in eighth grade. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Wow. That's really saying something. (laughs) I had a big South Park. I, I fucking hate South Park, and I had a huge... South Park phase in eighth grade where I was like really into it for like a year and then was indifferent to it for a long time. And now looking back, I'm like, is this doing more harm or more help? I don't.
1: Yes. It turns out maybe making it a thing where the point of it is that everyone sucks all the time and aren't everyone wrong all the time besides us geniuses. Like, yeah. Hmm. Turns out that's maybe a little toxic. (laughs) They're
0: like radical centrists.
1: Correct. Yes. Anyways, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But this movie, yeah,
0: I got. So I'll just do my little preface by saying this: I have mixed feelings about this movie. Kelly hit him with the razzle dazzle.
2: Hey, me too. Hey, I also have a a KitchenAid mixer of of feelings about this movie. (laughs) Because you know, it's it's some parts hit, some parts miss. That's just how it is in the spoof business. Marty, your turn.
1: I think the big mistake in this movie is that their whole, like, we take aim at both sides thing is what ultimately... And I think this is the problem with South Park, too, sometimes. It kind of just leaves them a little voiceless, and it leaves a lot of it, like, constantly undercutting itself. This movie has an excellent parody element, which is the, like... Team America shows up, causes more damage than the terrorists that they're trying to fight, and they leave the entire region devastated. That aspect is, like, really well done in this movie. They nail that, and that's a really funny bit. And then they undercut it by having actors be secretly also bad guys, and it's like, I think you should have just made one of the two movies you're trying to make here. I think there's two movies going on, and it's not really focused on what it's really trying to make fun of. Because the thing it's trying to make fun of, it nails it, and then it says no. But they're all, Team America is also in the right, and the real problem is that actors are too full of themselves. Well, that's and them. Make one of those once again. Well, one. that's they're playing both sides
0: of it though, because they're saying that like. Yeah, like you said, they're doing a critique of American imperialism, and then they're also being like, "But when actors talk about how that's bad, they're being really smug." Like that's 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 the whole th- yes. But aren't but the actors are annoying. The only people who can critique it and not be annoying is Eric Cartman.
2: <laughs> this all culminates in the finals in like one of the final scenes of the movie. So let's just jump right to the end, I guess. Uh- <laughs> For those who haven't seen it, Team America is puppets and an action movie, and it follows a lot of action movie tropes, which is what I something I liked about this because it's like it's really on the nose as far as like action movie structure goes, and as far as like really fucking just in your face because you're too stupid, so let me like force feed this information to you. Yeah, uh, in the first scene, like one of the protagonists dies in the first scene. He gets replaced by an actor who has no idea about Team America at all, but ends up being an uh, undercover spy, which is funny because he doesn't know, like, foreign languages, right? Or something like that. I don't remember exactly what it was, but... He's, like, the main, main character in the film. Culminates all the way up until the end where he gives this big speech about, like you guys said, the celebrities who just are too, like, sometimes... Dick's got to fuck pussies or something like he they tried to, like, Uh, culminate it with this three way triangle. Yeah. And it, like, sort of made sense. But it was also like it's just stupid. I think, like, commenting on the knee jerk reaction of celebrities is fine. But yes, celebrities are people, too. And they're allowed to have political opinions. And if their political opinions are
1: bad, you can expect people to stop listening to them. Because like these guys have political opinions. They don't shut the fuck up about politics, right. Trey Parker Medstone. So like where the fuck do you get off? It's yeah. just like so stupid. Like yeah, it's just so stupid. Whole,
2: yeah, but they're they're okay because they, they critique both sides and it's like, okay, I well guess,
1: it's they're yeah.
0: they're it's just they're doing the thing that they're accusing. They're like correct. Uh, hollywood is so gotta stick up its ass and they think that they're so smug but it's like but you're doing you think you're right (laughs) like oh legit yeah legit like this crime these guys is is thinking that you're right like yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah this this movie like honestly is more of a critique of like american culture than like fucking something alec baldwin said 20 years ago like this movie is like making fun of American imperialism. And again, it nails it. Yeah, I just think the the, Amer- the actors are self-important thing. This was my suggestion. This is a little punch-up for these guys. You could have done this, and it could have worked really well if it was like the actors come in to clean up these devastated areas that Team America destroys, and you do a thing where it's like they're only doing it for their own image, and they leave it even more devastated than Team America did. If they had done something like that, That would have worked perfectly, but tying them into being, like, part of the evil scheme just comes off as, like, so lazy and just, like, aren't actors dumb. It's, like, there is real, like, things to do here. There's a real, like, layer to this that they just, like, completely ignored so that they could do, like, the lamest jokes possible. I don't know. Yeah. Some of the puppet stuff was funny. <laughs> there's a lot of good jokes in this movie. Like the every time we cut back to the leader of Team America, the sliding chair shot thing with him is the best gag. In oh yeah. This movie. Why it's is that chair moving joke. around
0: so much? Yeah.
1: because that's like what happens in these action movies, that kind of thing. And it's a really that's a really pointed good parody thing. And it works really well. And yeah, there's tons of stuff like that in this movie. And even some of the actor stuff. Like there's good jokes in this, but I like that they did I think it was a a good kind of,
0: to me, the master stroke in this movie was, in the end scene, like in like the big like climax of the movie, there is like, um, choreographed like fights between the puppets, and they're like doing like distinct like karate moves, and there's like lots of like silly little bits with that. There is a there, you know what? There is a Matrix bullet time sequence in this uh, movie, so it is without yes, a doubt a spoof. It is a spoof but i like that the very first fight scene they do and sort of that like preamble like flashback opening scene they they there's a fight where they just are wiggling the puppets in front of each other <laughs> that i think was like a timeless bit where like yeah. you can tell it's like they're marionettes and they're just like jerking around like yes. the puppets and that's supposed to be them doing like quick like close quarters combat on each other come on that's pretty funny like yeah
1: yeah yeah there's like a good level of that where like there's there are jokes about like how they're puppets and how that's weird they don't go too far i think with it. i think they do the right amount of that in this movie where it's like isn't it funny that they're puppets like that shit i think they get i think they have a balance of like there's not too much of it there is a little it's in it a lot but it's not too much i would say they
2: incorporate like a cat as a you know villain <laughs> as a, oh it's like a, a panther. panther
1: it's we we'll yeah <laughs> a
2: pan, as a panther it's just a black you know house cat yeah. and then they have and like, they have a a baby sharks. shark yeah yeah, baby. yeah do 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 yeah uh yeah they had the the puppet stuff i think is... it hits home and i i liked the i i like a lot of the we're doing it we're saving the world but they're like making things worse like they destroy the eiffel tower then they destroy the pyramids of egypt and the sphinx and just like the things like that they're just goofy you know it's like it is like aren't isn't the american military uh full of itself and it hit home for me but then they like try to commentate on like everything else about world
1: politics and it's just like okay then you're losing me. It's biting off too much. Yeah, it, they just tried too hard to cover, like, every aspect, and it's like, the one thing you were nailing, you nailed it. Like, you really didn't need to go beyond that.
2: Mm-hmm. I got a spicy yeah. take.
1: Okay. The worst part of this movie is the music. Everyone Has AIDS is awful. I don't know why they think that's a funny song. I actually just don't understand. I mean, I get, like, these I, guys, well, these both these guys need rem- to go to therapy because they have a pro. They are so scared of gay people. It's a rent like, parody. I get that, but it's not oh, even well, like that too, a parody. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and it's also this movie came out in, um, like you know, two
1: thousand or whatever. Like it came out like the year that that rent movie came out. Actually, I think oh, I think it's the same year that's as that. probably why. So I think okay, they were going to say why yeah. they did that.
2: So yeah. okay, here's my take on that: is that I. Saw this movie, obviously, when I was, like, in middle school or high school or something. And I remember the AIDS, like, Rent parody bit without... I didn't really know anything about Rent. And then in college, my freshman year, I watched Rent. And I was very, very stoned. Because I had... I ate too many weed. And they started watching Rent. And I, like, passed out during it and woke up. And they were singing a song very similar to the AIDS song from Team America World Police. And it kind of like caught me off guard because I was like, oh, it's like sort of just like that. Like it wasn't, it was just an on the nose bit, I guess. It was just because of Rent Hype, I feel like is why they threw it in there. And they just really like making music that like is, it's funny because of the juxtaposition between the fact that they're singing about AIDS and the fact that they're doing puppets and it's a musical, but it's such a yeah. serious topic, but it's not. Right. It's it's like yes. they're playing with so many different
0: paints. I don't know. I just feel like they're always they're making fun of all the songs in in this and like even in they're always making fun of like the same thing. I feel like or like all the yeah. songs are like they're always doing like the sort of like gravelly like Nickelback singer they they love making fun of ballads they yes. really think oh ballads God. are fucking yeah. <laughs> Well, that's the hell. thing is like they, they literally always have, doing, it's whenever I hear them do the little like Cartman voice, whenever they're like, do you know what I'm fucking saying? Like, it's uh, yeah, like holding so, your like mouth in a certain, I, it just drives, I hate it. I hate it. I fucking hate yeah, it. I don't know really why, bad. but it's, yeah. it's one of those things. I feel like, especially like in the aughts, like when quote unquote internet humor was like in its primordial fucking uh, era. There there was like a thing of like We started to confuse like Humor With Shit that you do just to make your friends laugh Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, it yes. feels like mm-hmm. And Like Dana Carvey and, and like um Oh god fucking what's his name White hair Mike Comedian Rice. No uh, Dana Carvey and, oh, Jesus Christ, Steve Martin, Dana Carvey and Steve Martin both, like, say, like, that their they're humor style, they're just trying to recreate, like, that feeling of, like, making their friends laugh in high school, and I think that's, like, a valid place to, like, try to get your humor from, but when it's done wrong it comes off, like, this, like, South Park shit. Or, or, like, when it gets, like, tired, like, it comes off, like, this... I don't know. There's just, like, something about their, like, style of humor that it just feels like they're, like, just trying to make each other laugh and it doesn't work out well. I don't know.
2: It's First of all, it's not for everyone. And second of all, it's, like, a formula, you know? And it feels like they get older, but their target audience has always been middle schoolers they like, keep staying the same age baby yeah it, and their formula is basically like take something that you're not typically supposed to joke about like 9-11 or AIDS, aids or cancer or kanye west and then put it in a major key and make a ballot out of it and it's like they've done that countless times now you know like this is that's just like they they did a the book of mormon i mean like the whole a whole musical about how religion's fucking stupid essentially. And-, and that's
0: such a middle school thing too. That's like such a they love picking the fucking atheism fight, which is like one of the yeah. easiest like it would be edgy if it was fucking nineteen fifty, dude, but like yeah. what a right. fucking oh easy target. God. Like, yeah. This
1: is my problem with it, is like the- God's not real, dude. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like they they Succeeded so quickly with that first season of South Park, and they blew up so fast that they never had to, like, grow um, comedy styles much or, like, narrative styles, so they kind of have just been locked in on doing the same kinds of jokes for, like, 40 fucking years, and holy shit, guys, these guys it's just not funny. I just think like, and first of all, I never was a South Park guy. So I never really like liked this kind of thing anyway. Cause it is just like, isn't caring stupid. And it's like, oh, it's so grating. It's so grating. It's like, these guys can write really funny jokes. They've obviously written really funny shit over the course of their career. But I do feel like, yeah, it's like what Sky was saying where it's like, they kind of just do the one thing that they do to make each other laugh. And that's been the main joke they've done forever. And this movie is full of stuff like that. On the other side, there are good jokes in this movie, too. Uh, which we already said what we all liked. But it's like the mixed with that stuff where it just drags it out. Like, like the puppet sex scene. Just cut that at that point. They had to change it so drastically because of the rating they got from MPAA. And the way it is in this movie well, now I do is think like that's... it's not even a joke <sighs> at this point. <laughs> Uh, hmm. it's not even funny i don't like it as a bit i don't like it as a
0: bit i don't like it i don't think it's very funny uh because i don't find sex jokes to be i find it most lowbrow unlike shit jokes which are uh (laughs) top (laughs) shelf class of the town yeah Yeah. um but uh (laughs) but i do like the idea that it the mpaa like it's literally, like, this is what children do with, like, fucking Barbie dolls. And they're like, we can't possibly show this. Yes. Like
1: that was what their bit was. That was where they were coming from with that bit. They wanted it to seem like it was, like, what kids would do with their toys, kind of.
0: Yeah, like, there's, like, to me, there's nothing, like... <sighs> to me, that's, like, a PG-13 thing, because they're they're fucking dolls. Like... Yeah. Yeah, they're fucking toys. Like, they they don't have any, like, distinct genitalia. You're just smashing to barbie dolls together like yeah i don't i don't see it's it's just funny that the mbaa thought that that was like horrifyingly explicit like yeah right
2: i think it's okay it's like obviously not a bit like it you know it's just one of those bits where it's like for middle school it's like the whole concept of this showing up on the big screen produced by a major corporation like is is silly but the bit itself, like, doesn't land that hard for for any of us, obviously. Um, And, yeah, and just back to the music for me, I just wanted to say I do like the Freedom Isn't Free song, but the So Lonely song, like, the whole Kim Jong-un, it, it like, ages, it was bad back then, in my opinion, and it's fucking awful now like they need to stop doing asian accents i think
1: like the kim jong-un thing the idea of him singing a ballad about how he's so lonely and he's walking around with all these tortured people who are like his prisoners basically because he's kim jong-un and he was like a dictator that idea is good and there is like a lot of this but they for some reason they have to undercut it by being like people mix up r's and l's isn't that funny and it's like, you guys just didn't need to do... That's the thing where it's like, oh, you're so offended by these. Oh, you can't handle this, you snowflake. It's like, it's just that it's like muddying the joke. Like, you just didn't need to do this. Like, it was a good joke. You decided to ruin it for no reason. Like, you it's just also, decided it, to ruin it.
2: It's been a bit... Like, accents have been a bit
0: for too oh, long. They're not funny so anymore. So played. Like, oh my god. This is... It's... They're justifying it and 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 it's the same when they're doing the middle eastern terrorists too they're justifying it by saying like oh well these are like bad people like kim jong-un is an evil dictator so it's fine when we make fun of his asian accent or these terrorists are like yeah we're making we're again it's because they're 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 playing all sides and everything so that they can never like fucking get in trouble for being right. like racist right. or sexist or or doing it cuz then they're like we have these bits in here about american imperialism so it's fine for us to have the terrorists say durka 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 uh right. and, it, and beca- <laughs> well and they're terrorists it's so it's like so yeah that's what i'm saying is like i don't like these guys cuz they're doing fucking jeff dunham ahmed the dead terrorist level fucking shit like it's like you can't justify these Face level racist jokes just by being like, well, but these guys are bad. It's again, but then we're also making fun of imperialism, so we can justify being like, uh, yeah, face level fucking racist.
2: (laughs) I was just gonna say, it's like they're punching, they're punching down, and they shouldn't be. But they're just, you're right, they're justifying it because it's like, well, these are the bad guys. But this movie opens with an Islamophobic like bit, essentially because they're in paris and whatever french people french people french people and then all of a sudden there's one colored person with a turban and immediately the music change it's like it's a terrorist but it's like you don't it's just stupid like i don't know it's just shit like that where it's like this is also peak islamophobic shit happening in the united states too like when this came out what 2006 well and, seven. and
0: they would also justify it in saying they're like making fun of like tropes because there are action movies that like have this like same level of uh like yeah caricaturization but again it's just one of those things it's it's the same thing we've said a ton of times on this podcast is like there's a fine line they they think that they'll do one bit where they're like making fun of like oh this is what other people do this is how other people are racist in their movies and then the very next bit will be now we're just doing that too. Like Mm -hmm. you (laughs) can't have it both ways. You can't satirize it and then also do
1: it. And I, that's what they're doing here. I think like the, uh, the reason the American imperialism stuff works is the jokes are about the American imperialism. The Kim Jong-un stuff, the, a lot of the jokes just come from like, he's Asian. It's like, that's like, and that's where it fails. It's like it, some of the jokes are based in he's a horrible dictator, but not enough of it. Like the main joke is like, doesn't he speak funny? And that's where it's like, it actually just falls apart because you're being really nuanced and clever about this one thing. I mean, nuance is a strong, it's a, that's a strong compliment because they're not being well, nuanced. But the, the,
0: the lyrics and the writing of that song and even the delivery are like so funny. It's like you said, just the the accent bit is fucking makes it. Hard to take it, yeah. It ruins it. It ruins what's otherwise very well thought out. It's just bit. a
1: distraction. It's just a distraction. But
0: no, but to other people, like racists, it's a fucking cherry on the Sunday. Like,
1: yeah, and it's, that's, 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 that's And that's the thing is like these. That's who these guys are. That they don't care. They don't ultimately all this stuff. They don't care. They know who their target audience is. They 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 like to pretend that they don't. But like these guys know who they're who like this like watching their shit. Like they know.
2: Yeah, it reminds me of Borat where you could like in, in uh, borat one versus borat two you know what i mean where we watched borat and it was kind of like okay there's a lot of like off-color jokes here where you can't like if you're if you're if you don't have an eye for satire you don't really know who the target is versus like borat two i think sasha barrow conan made it very clear hey these guys are the fuckheads like i'm you know but i don't know it's just it doesn't age well.
0: That shows growth. The best That's parts, the thing. That's the thing is yeah. you can, it's, it's the difference between fucking Sasha Baron Cohen when this movie came out and Sasha Baron Cohen today. You can see that he's been well-intentioned the whole time and has like grown because of it and and has yeah been able to like direct his humor in a more like productive way. Where these guys who whose intentions have been questionable from the start zero growth and that's why their fucking show is like tired as fuck and uh no growth so
1: tired holy shit the
0: growth
2: that's happening with south park if you want to argue for it is instead of the focus of the show being on the kids the focus is also as oftentimes on randy now because they just write more from experiences for randy if, if you Marsh. if you pay attention, Randy Marsha does have some fun bits, but yeah, it's like it's just like very neutral. Like they they're they're playing Sweden a lot of the time. And it's like, maybe you should take a stance for something like,
0: or it's like, you can't, it's again, a a radical centrism where you can't be like, everybody's wrong. And then be like smug based off that. Cause that's so anybody could do that. I, anybody can just drop whatever fucking, like whatever ideology they're supporting. Anybody at any time can just drop everything and be like, all sides are wrong and nobody has it figured out. And I'm right for pointing that out. Okay now what okay asshole now what sure you're right yeah everybody is wrong everything's fucked
1: up and it's because we're all stupid now what and it's hard to take a stance in art in arts and in comedy especially it is hard to take a side of yeah have the have the fucking honeys
0: to to do it have the honeys have the the fucking strength to defend a position i got it
2: they have grown guys because back in 2007 they had that one episode with Al Gore, and he was complaining about global warming, but instead of global warming, he was actually complaining about man bear Pig, right? So now, two years ago, Al Gore came back, and guess what? Man bear pig's real, so now they're trying to say, hey, global warming's real.
0: Oh, my God. But it's
2: like, okay, too little, too fucking late, dudes. Like, thanks. <laughs> thanks for your help. Thanks for, like, breeding a generation of asshole incels. That, like, that's I the know.
1: part where I, I don't want to, like... I don't think it's, like their responsibility it's not for people but, like, like watch a show it's not that's not on them that's right. not on them. They're, they're allowed to do their dumb show they're just, they i are. mean if people take it that way that is like it sucks but like it's it's not necessarily i'll, that, I'll like, come down i won't speak for the assholes. show but i'll
0: say i think these two chuckle fucks do more harm than good in the world as a spoof <laughs> <laughs> oh my god marty's afraid that matt stone will come down upon him i welcome it come at me
1: stone I said 8 out of 10, because I do think the spy movie aspect, we barely touched on it, but it is, like, excellently done in this movie. The spy movie parody aspects of this movie are phenomenal. Uh, And I think the key thing that makes it work... And the first one we've seen, too. (laughs) (laughs) The key thing that that makes it work, in my mind, is that every Team America destruction scene, we spend time with the civilians afterward, just briefly, seeing how devastated they are, and that is the thing that I actually think is what makes it work in this movie. And it is like, this. that's the kind of thing where it's the like... The scene where the bodies are floating in the water was honestly a little disturbing. Yeah, no, they actually do a good... Like, that stuff, they do a good job in this movie. It's That's why it's, like, frustrating. It's like, I wish these guys tried a little harder in general because, like, that's the kind of stuff where I'm like, God damn, they actually know what they're doing it feel, and we, they're quite we, good at it.
0: We feel like their English teacher. Like, I know you're smart if you just applied yourself. <laughs> like
1: Right. If you just didn't have a five-year-old's political ideology. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as a movie, five out of ten. Uh, I, the weird thing is, I also, I want to say, the look of the movie does hold up. It does, it is, go- it looks good. The puppeting is well done, in the most part. Uh, but yeah, Oh, also, there's a bunch of gay panic shit in this movie, and fuck these guys, so. Uh, as a spoof, I'm going to say 7.9
0: out of ten. Because, yeah, there's obviously, like, the source material that they're pulling from is very, uh, very noticeable in in what they, you know, came up with. And um, I'll give them credit for that. And then as a movie, uh, I'll say five out of ten. Because, yeah, like, I obviously, like, disagree with it ideologically and, like, think it's, yeah, and perpetuates a lot of like harmful thinking there's also like you know nuggets of funny stuff in there and um, I think it yeah they they executed their like vision well like you could tell that there was a lot of intent it's like the guys at the helm I think are are a little bit wrong headed but you can tell that there was a lot of intent put into this and it was executed well so hats off to that
2: I echo what My boys are saying. I give it a 6 out of 10 as a movie. I don't think it's... I don't know. I think it's above average from what we've watched. Although the average score is I don't even know what it would be at this point. Obviously it's problematic, but we've watched more problematic shit. I think what frustrates us the most is how big of an audience these two white male writers, producers, voice actors have. They have such a insane following that it's They're like...
0: talking about WMDs in this movie. Kelly's worried about WMWs.
1: White male writers.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Always. Always worry
2: about those WMWs. Uh and a uh, nine out of ten is a spoof. You're not gonna find a better Thunderbird spoof out on the market ever.
1: <laughs> Scott. Yeah. Do you have novelty song?
0: Yeah, are you okay?
1: <laughs> comply Sorry. with novelty song segment.
0: Yes, I will comply, Martin Bot. Now please run normal person protocol.
1: Running normal person voice. <laughs> hey, <been right. laughs> oh
0: no! Delete, 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 HQ.exe. Delete. delete that file now.
1: Oh no, it's a porn <laughs> file now
0: What? Yeah, dot P-O-R-N uh, Alright, um, hey You guys were talking about a little tune From one of the best years in music I'll say it, I'll fucking come out and say it right now I don't care who I piss off One of the best years in music, 1977 uh, A little man by the name of Randolph Newman uh With a little tune And I'm saying little Because this song's called Short People Uh, uh, He came out with this song And boy, speaking of controversy This song stirred up one for sure So to get an idea what I'm talking about Let's jump right in And have a little taste Of Randy Newman's Short People Short People got There you have it. Wow, what the... Hey, this song is rude as hell. And yet, somehow, it peaked on the Billboard Top 100 1977. Gentlemen, would you care to venture a guess where this song peaked? On the U.S. Billboard Top 100.
2: Number one in our our hearts. Number
0: one. Eleven. On the charts and in our hearts... I'll tell ya, you both did not get it, but the closest was Kelly. This song peaked at number two. Wow. So this yeah, the song was a controversy, more or less because people like thought he was serious. Come on. It's satire. If you listen to
2: the song, you gotta wait until one ten to realize, oh no, he's oh no. Sure, he's, people he does not he doesn't just like you said. and me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that little v- uh, I don't even know if it's a chorus. It almost feels like more of a bridge, but what the hell it do does. I know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah. That's where trolls are! No, they're that's where trolls are under. And thank you for that witty contribution to our <laughs> conversation we're all sharing right now. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, so uh Randy Newman uh went on to kind of resent the song a little bit because he felt like he wished uh, you know most of his material is a little bit more like serious uh than this and he felt like it was like he acknowledges that this was a novelty song and he like said like he I forget what he said exactly but he said a novelty song like the Chipmunk song. So like he definitely thinks this is like kind of a jokey tune although he's also known for he writes Uh, I think, like, all of his material, like, in in different characters. Like, if you listen to any of his albums, he's, like, all of his songs are, like, written from viewpoints. I don't know. He's, I think, one of the most, like, interesting songwriters ever because he doesn't write about, like, he's probably got, like, more songs that are not love songs than love songs, if that makes sense. Like, he writes about a lot of weird shit. So, yeah, while we're talking about, uh short people I got a little quiz for you guys we're gonna be uh, guessing the heights of various celebrities if you get it whoever gets closest gets a point if you nail it on the head you get two points we're gonna see if you know (laughs) how tall for example question one Danny DeVito how tall would you wager Danny DeVito is five foot three Four, eight. Uh, Kelly, by one inches closest, he is
1: five foot on the dot. Wow. Wait. Kelly said five foot three. Yeah. Yeah. You said four, eight. And you
0: said four, eight. Oh. Which is four inches. Four inches away.
1: Aren't ten inches in a foot? (laughs) (laughs) Are they? We went over Uh, this two weeks ago. I'm asking the judges.
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah, unfortunately you got twelve. And... <laughs> oh okay. Uh Miss Miley Cyrus. How tall do you think Miss Miley Cyrus is? 5'2"? two? Five foot
1: three. <laughs> well you bastard.
0: Kelly prices rights and and it pays off. She's five four. God damn. Will Farrell. Funny man, Will Farrell. Ooh. Six foot two. Six five. Ooh. Kelly, again, by one inch. He's six three.
1: (laughs) I should have just done that. Fuck you, Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) Seth Green. Funny man.
0: Seth Green. Five six. Five eight. Marty. He's five four. Wow. He's short. Nice. Nice. Alright, this one, it's uh, Ted Cassidy. Do you recognize that name, Kelly? Ted Cassidy? No. He plays one of your favorite characters. The Lurch. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, yes, The Lurch. A.K.A. Ted Cassidy.
0: Uh, six foot eight. Six seven. Oh, Marty, you should have gone the other way. He's six nine, no. boys. No oh, No way! Shit.
1: I thought he'd be, no. I thought, wow, that's a shocker.
0: He's a tall one. Conan O'Brien, funny man. Conan O'Brien is he taller than Will Ferrell? That's the question. 6'5". Six, six, oh my god! I have to award each of you a hate point for you six, see, four and a half. funny man Conan O'Brien is six four and a half. Wow. One hate point apiece, I dole out to the Taylor Swift, funny man, Taylor Swift. <laughs> uh, 5'10". Um, no, 5'9". Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, you did it again. She's 5'11".
1: <laughs> Son of a bitch, how is she that tall? She's
0: taller than me. She's tall. Tom Cruise, funny man, Tom Cruise. 5'4". Five two. See, that's interesting because he, he's known for being short. He's five seven. He ain't that short. Yeah, that's oh, not that what? Short. <laughs> Wait, so who uh, did Kelly get that one too? Yeah, because yeah. Kelly's gets up like nine to one, one at this point. He's crushing me. Prince. Funny, funny man, Prince. Five eight. Seven foot tall. <laughs> <laughs> He's 5'3". Oh, that
1: so close.
0: Vern <laughs> Troyer. Funny man Vern Troyer. Rest in peace, Vern. Rest in peace, Prince. 3'11". 3'5". 2'8". Wow. Damn. Mm-hmm. Weird Al. Weird Al. 5'11". 5'9". Five Six foot. What? <laughs> six feet of weird Al. I don't know. How Justin tall Bieber. Funniman Justin Bieber. Five, five six. two. Marty, the last point goes to you. For you see Justin Bieber
1: is five nine.
0: Okay, okay. Now
1: I want to add an addendum. Can we guess each other's heights? Yeah, and then see which celebrity we match up with. <laughs> No, this is worth 100 points each, is what I am suggesting. Right. Kelly Danon, funny man Kelly Danon. I'm going to guess... Kelly
0: is... 6'1". 6'2". 6'4". Damn. All right, which three. means you're just a half inch shorter than funny man Conan O'Brien. Yeah. I do like Conan quite a bit. <laughs> All right, Martin Kazabowski. Funny man Martin Kazabowski. Five... I'll wait. We are. He already
2: mentioned his height. So mm-hmm. Five ten.
0: Five ten. I'll go five nine.
1: So I am five eleven. I'm like five ten and nine tenths of the way to five eleven, but I am five eleven.
0: Okay. Hundred <laughs> points to me. <laughs> that means uh, you're exactly as tall as Funny Man Taylor Swift. Funny Man <laughs> Scott. Uh, funny Man Carrey. Scott care, Yeah. yeah. You guys think I'm funny? Um, five seven. I think. Mm, you think I'm as tall as Funny Man Tom Cruise? <laughs> you said five foot one.
1: That's so you low. think I'm an inch taller
0: than Funny Man Danny DeVito? Yes. <laughs> I'm five nine. I'm as tall as Funny Man Justin Bieber.
1: Oh, I thought you were a little shorter than me, but yeah. I am a little shorter than you. He is a you. little shorter than you by
0: two inches. That is a little.
1: But <laughs> you got me there. Kelly. Yeah. Do you have a novelty product for us?
2: Yeah, it's fake fake poop. Now that we got that out of the way, in Team America World Police. <laughs> there was a trope at the beginning of the film when the uh good guy dies and his then fiance says, no, I thought it'd be fun to do a little quiz, a little audio clue led quiz on
0: different, nos, on on different, different nose, on a couple different nose,
2: nice. a couple different nose from famous. Ooh. Hey, what's
0: this called? Come on. Movies There's so shows. many good name opportunities. What do you, what did you call this segment? I know you came up with a juicy title. I certainly did
2: not. We could come up with one right now. We got time. Oh, come on. Uh, They're all right there. It's all low-meaning fruit. Yeah, or like, no, you're no. Oh, yeah. You you know it. Yeah, see, come on. There you go. There you go. You know it. Welcome to my game show. You know it. (laughs) We're going to be listening to a couple of different uh, famous no's from famous shows. And... We'll see which ones you guys get right. It's actually... I think. Can we buzz in by saying yes? Sure. Feel free to buzz in by saying yes. I don't know how you guys want to do it. I know the first one's very easy as a warm-up. So no points awarded for the first one. How about that? And then the next couple are uh, one point each. One point... Or wait, sorry. One point each bonus point if you get who yells no. Okay?
1: Okay. I like that this is just... uh... Uh, not even related to the product. This <laughs> is nothing to do with it. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, I really faked
0: you out with that fake poop. So here we go. <laughs> you would say no if you stepped in it or if you saw it on your kitchen counter.
2: Yeah. So go ahead and listen to. Are we allowed to guess? Question one. Oh, wait, hold on. I want. I haven't listened. Hold on. No God, please no no. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Like yes. I said, no, um,
2: no points for this one, but we'll do it as a practice round. Uh, Scott, Kay. what's your answer?
0: It's um
1: the office space.
2: <laughs> oh, that's wrong. Oh, I'm Marty, care to steal
1: Michael Scott from the office?
2: You nailed it. So you get zero points. But if we were actually playing, mm-hmm. you'd get two. Good. Moving on,
0: job, Marty.
2: Question two. <laughs>
0: This is Star Wars. Luke. It's Luke Skywalker. Star Killer.
2: (laughs) Scott, you gotta start trying because it gets a lot harder. (laughs) Okay. After like
0: question four, can we split the points?
2: Yeah, one each. One each for that one. A very famous no. Those are those first two are probably the most famous in the list, and then it starts to trail off a little bit. Next question. Next no.
0: no! Oh wow. I feel like I recognize the music. Like yeah. mm, I'm just gonna take a shot in the dark and say aliens? Nope. Uh, predator?
2: <laughs> no.
0: Alien versus Predator.
2: I gotta say, it's probably the only time a gun is used in this particular film. UHF? No. Old man, young young boy, old scientist, young boy. <sighs> Back to the future? Yeah. Yep. Back to the future. That was bastard? Marty McFly. Oh my yeah, god, can't you that's crazy that Marty McFly said bastard. Uh that was when Doc got shot by the uranium yes, salespeople.
1: This next one, Pretty I sure think you guys will get this Libyans. next
2: one. I said Uranium Salesman. Or whatever they sold him. I don't know.
1: No! Oh, it's Watch Austin you. Powers. It's uh, the, the steamroller scene. Yes. Yep.
2: <laughs> All right. You guys will split points for that. One. Well, it's, what two points each total. This next one. Well, it's one of my favorites.
0: What are you doing? No! Hmm? Huh? There's a beeping and a roaring. So it's obviously from JFK.
1: There's like a roar at the end of it. What is that roar? Jumanji?
2: Uh Danny Elfman did the music for this trilogy of movies. Directed by Sam Raimi. Spider-Man. Oh. Spider-Man,
0: he's going for the bomb to explode. Yes, it's Eddie Brock. Which
1: one is that from? Eddie Brock in uh, oh, Spider-Man Oh, it's the third. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Kelly's favorite movie. One of my favorites. No! It's like there's a lot of sword play and swashbuckling happening in the background. There's...
2: There is, and it's not. So, they're not swords. There's a lot of metal clanking around in this hospital room. X Men. It's closely it's related Magneto. to the last <laughs> to the last question.
1: Magneto from the X Men. Oh, it's Spider Man Two.
0: Yep. Doctor Octopus. Yep. Doctor Doctor Otto Octavius.
2: Four each. Moving on. Question seven. Give you guys a hint. I'm not. I'm not J.K.ing about this one.
0: Oh, Harry Potter. Yeah, you know the boy who lived. Who's saying no?
2: Yeah, who's saying no in that
0: one? Uh, probably Ron getting another (laughs) letter from his mum. Nah, it was Voldemort.
2: It's after Harry gets away from them. Question eight. Hola, me llamo Alvin. No!
1: Dora the Explorer?
2: (laughs) No, but not a bad guess. Yeah, there's a little
1: Spanish
0: voice and then...
2: The Spanish voice is a decoy. He says, me llamo Alvin.
0: Is it Dave? Out. It's, it's Alvin not, and the chipmunks? It's
2: not they. It is Alvin and the Chipmunks. It's Ian. It's Hawk Alvin's from Alvin master.
0: And it's Tony Hawk. <laughs> uh
2: next question.
0: <laughs> One's long. Paddington (laughs) 2?
2: Nailed it. Spot on. You really got it.
1: Terminator? The first Terminator? Bad boy. No, that's a
2: better guess than Paddington 2. This one is.
0: Point point Break.
2: Yeah, it's Point Break. Is it really? Yeah. Counter Reeves yelling after Gary Busey gets shot. Yeah. Okay, this one's attainable. I got chills. I got chills. Just yeah, I
0: was gonna guess that too. Is that Goro?
2: No, it is a movie, and it's not a a human yelling. It's an alien. It's not an alien yelling either. It's a Satan. It happens on a planet.
1: Is it Thor?
0: No,
2: it's uh,
0: it's not a human, and it's not an alien, but it happens on a planet.
2: Heaven's on a planet. This is the first time this character speaks.
0: Oh, is it fucking Thanos?
2: No. God damn it. It's... <laughs> no. <laughs> it's Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Caesar. The monkey Caesar.
1: <laughs> the monkey talks. The monkey oh. talks. Apes together strong. The monkey talks.
2: Uh, you guys can... let <laughs> will skip 11. Just go to 12. Well, now I'm listening to 11. You can listen to 11 if you want to. We can do 11. It's fine. Oh, what the hell? We're
0: just running long. I recognize oh, 11.
1: No! You'll die for this.
0: I don't know what it's from, but I know I recognize. There's a wind. There's a lot of wind.
1: I recognize the lady scream at the beginning, but yeah, I can't place it.
0: It's Game of Thrones. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm, oh, it's the mm-hmm, Red Wedding. Mm-hmm. Wow. So let's split the points. Come on. It's,
2: yeah, Brienne was the one saying no. Uh, it was when dude got stabbed oh, by that shadow. No. which like
0: ghost bird. You
2: rewatched the early Game of Thrones. Yes. And it's like, dang, they got all this crazy magic shit happening. And then in the later episodes, it's just
0: dragons. Dragons. Yeah. Bullshit. Uh, it is just a bunch of bullshit. Twelve.
2: Yeah, negatory. mm Nah. uh uh-uh. Uh-oh. And of course, my own doable. Personal favorite of all. Twelve is doable. <laughs> Man falling off of the
1: cliff. <laughs>
2: Scrubs no. got it. Marty's got it. It's neck and neck, even points. No one's it's keeping track. Is that that Doctor Cox? It is Doctor Cox, indeed. Number thirteen. No. No. You tell me. You tell me. That's not true. That's not true.
0: Wrath.
1: Tell me she's online. Seven. Right. No, it's thirteen, What's Marty. It's question thirteen, we not know. seven. <laughs> oh, he's been waiting What's to say in the
2: that. Box?
1: I know. I I knew as soon as I said it, I was like, he's gonna say I fucking got the number wrong, blah 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 blah. <laughs> All right, fourteen for a million
2: points. No! Yeah, this one's hard. We watched this one. We watched it recently, and we've mentioned this actor already once on this episode of the podcast. He's a tall
0: one.
1: He's a tall. One. Oh, it's the Elf.
0: Fuck. Yeah, buddy, the Elf. <laughs> oh, was he screaming no like that?
2: Is he watching The Godfather? Uh, he just found out his. Yeah, he's watching The Godfather. <laughs> he gets and to, he can't believe he how sees Sonny on the
0: causeway, and he's like, "That's my dad."
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Wow. Good stuff. Good quiz, Kelly.
0: Yeah. It was yeah, okay. I guess mine was fine. Scott's yours was good too. You're good quiz, Scott. Look at all these quizzes. No, I guess it was just okay.
1: It was a good quiz. No. Short people
0: do have a reason to live. No, if you guys didn't like it, that's fine.
1: All right, boys. Hey.
0: Thanks. I think it's time
1: to wrap this one up. Yeah, I we would gotta like to wrap this one.
0: up. May I address the audience for a moment? Yes. I just want to say Thank you for listening. Oh,
2: and I would like to. We really
0: appreciate it.
2: Yeah, I'd like to say that part. And next, I'd like to oh. also mention that next week we're doing "You've Got Mail," which I think we've already done, but we're gonna do it again. We're gonna give it a
0: second. second I thing. don't think yeah. I quite absorbed it the first time. Yeah, we gotta watch it